Hey guys, you're listening to Hope in Your Story. My name's Candice and I'm joined by Sean and Luke. Say hi. Hi. So later on we're going to be talking about labels, but for now we have a funny story that we wanted to share about Luke this morning. So um, for those of you who don't know, Luke and I are married, so yay, go us. Yay. (laughs) But this morning, Luke comes in to wake me up all excited, probably the most excited I've ever seen him. And it's like, get up, get up, get up. We've got to go watch Star Wars. There's a new Star Wars video out, like a trailer for the new movie. And I was like, okay. So yeah, he's pushing and pulling me out of bed. Yeah. So, um, so basically I get everyone out of bed. Um, I get everyone to all sit down quietly. I finally get everyone dressed, got cups of tea and coffee ready and, um, everyone's sitting down. We've got everything turned up and then, um, we start playing this video. First few minutes of like you know, the first like minute or so, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. But um, it was a fake. It started um, <laughs> it started falling apart from the seams when it when it got to like the point where um, there there was some parts of it that were obviously filmed in digital and were like weird and. I was just like I, I pretty much yelled, Oh my god, it's fake. Uh, and and I was so upset. I was so cut. Yeah, it was just one of those things where I was just absolutely devastated. I called Sean to see if he'd commiserate. He informed me that yeah, Comic Con's on and people tend to do that around Comic Con time <laughs> because they try to get more views on their channel, so they'll pretend to make a trailer for something really important. So I got duped. Everyone laughed at me (laughs) and I now feel really bad and forevermore I will not yell or get excited about anything Star Wars unless someone comes to me first. So So today we're going to be talking about labels and I guess what they mean for us in various social situations. Luke, you could maybe explain a bit what we mean by when we're saying labels. Okay, so... A lot of the time, people will try to find comfort, I guess, in labels. Like, they'll try to get a box that they fit in. Generally, people um, try to find comfort by putting themselves in a box. And they do this by, I guess, labeling themselves. Um, You'll see it a lot on social media, um, where people will have, like, their little profile. And they'll they'll have, like, the personality type they are, their pronouns, their this, their that. We try to go, hey guys, this is me, and and that's it, and that's me in a nutshell. Even though we're way more complicated than that, we try and do this to ourselves, but often it can come from outside as well. It's one of those things where either we give ourselves labels and try and tell everyone who we are, or people will come up with their own labels for us because of stuff that we've done or that we do. Like, um, you know, being called a geek or a nerd because we really like something. Or, you know, there's obviously further things. Um, and that, yeah, you know, in itself leads to stigma and stuff like that. Like where you get the labels associated with different mental illnesses. Like, you know, um, we were watching uh, the ninth season of oh, Project, Project Runway. Runway. And that everything was schizo. Everything was schizo. Well, and, it wasn't schizo. They said schizophrenic. Uh, and a lot of the time but... they said schizo. And half oh. the time they said schizophrenic. Now, this isn't an adjective it's a mental illness 
Okay, I could go on an entire 20 minute rant about this, but I'll try and keep it short. So they'd see something and it would be this person who would have designed two dresses. One will be colorful and fun and the other one will be kind of, you know, dark and somber. And they say, oh my gosh, you, you've been a bit schizophrenic. And it's just like, well, for one, I'm pretty sure the mental illness you're trying to refer to is bipolar, not schizophrenia. And for two, like using it as a verb, like, oh, not a verb, an adjective like that is a bit of a jerk move. <laughs> In the fashion community, at that point in time, this was 2012, I believe, is when they recorded it, something like that. In that point in time, in the fashion community, that word was being used as a label for anything that was really out there and obscure and very bipolar looking. And that was, you know, and that's a label that people created. But the thing is, like, yeah, it's not a nice label. Like the way to like using a mental illness as an adjective, but like that's what happens. That's what we all do. Like someone will call themselves nerdy, but then someone else will say, "Hey, I don't like you know you calling me a nerd." So what about you, Sean? Um, with people labeling themselves and trying to say, "Hey, this is who I am." What's been your experience with that? Like seeing people labeling themselves. I think people are just labeling themselves to the point that they kind of live their life from that context and yeah, just, they yeah. try to be that person for their entire life. Yeah. So anything, any, anything else that they could potentially do, they can't because they've automatically put themselves in a box yeah. and in a place where that label dictates that life. Yeah, they kind of team Edwarded themselves. You know what I mean? Like that team Jacob, team Edward. It's like, no, this is me. This is yeah. who I am. This is my essence. And all they've done is sell themselves short because now they can't be anything else but that. And yeah. those labels that people put on themselves, it also causes them to not be able to interact with other people outside of that label, yeah. outside of that group. Yeah. yeah. In particular, like when I was younger, I got told that I was lazy quite often. And that's kind of, you know, that's always impacted how I've seen myself at many points to just like, I'm no good and blah, blah, blah. But um, j- just for the record, she is the least lazy person I have met. It's probably due to the subjugation to being called lazy. But I've yeah, tried go on. very hard not to be lazy anymore. But as well, like on the flip side of that, I forget who it was, if it was Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or someone in those sort of techie roles and stuff. They were talking about how... If they have the choice, they'd employ someone who is lazy because lazy people are better at finding efficient ways to do things. And I guess my new label that I have now is Miss Efficient. A lot of people call me Miss Efficient, which I enjoy that one a lot more, but it's kind of the same label when you think about it because I don't want to do things the long way around. I find this efficient way of doing it. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing. Like, you can look at it as being lazy, but really it is a, it is a, a gift like in a sense because you've got this ability to find the shortcut which is how society progresses you can't do everything the long way otherwise we'd all be amish you know what i mean like we'd all still be going nope i'm gonna use the horse and plow you know because like finding the lazy way which is you know i guess that's another thing too um finding the positive side to a label if someone's labeled you because of something that you do there's generally a good side to that like I mean, you can do a whole SWOT analysis about the whole thing and find out it's like, so, you know, this is my weakness, so what's my strength? But really, most labels do come with an upside, regardless of people's, how they direct them at you. I think because of how we are as a society and stuff, when you start looking at the, the synonyms of what that particular name they've called you are, 
that can change how you view it as well. So, you know, yeah, the particular word that they're using might be derogative or it might be a downer. But when you, like, when you look at what that word means and other words that mean similar things, other words aren't seen in such a negative light and it can actually be positive. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. Like, yeah, there are a lot of things which we think are really negative that can be actually really positive because we're looking at it from the wrong way. Like, our perception's very skewed because of the people that are around us, which is really, you know, I guess that's kind of like how the mental health stigma in church kind of happens, really. The community that we're surrounded with has this bad idea about the label of the mental illness. So I have bipolar. Bipolar to them is a label that means, oh, you're unstable and wild. I, you know, that's not very Jesus-like at all. And then, you know, and, and then with depression or anxiety, you know, they go, oh, well, there's lots of scriptures against those things. So you can't possibly be depressed or anxious. But depression and anxiety themselves are words that were used to describe the illness that became the name of the illness. So they weren't like, you know, because it's like a depressive disorder, but depression has become the new name for it, even though it's a depressive disorder. And an anxiety disorder so it's a disorder which has to do with anxiety it it's not the same as being anxious it's a, yeah i think as well one of the things that gets overlooked when it comes to depression and anxiety because for it to be mentioned so much in the bible it's something that man's always struggled with yeah since obviously biblical times so to be all oh the bible speaks against this and speaks against this is a bit of a cop out i guess i don't know the term i'm looking I think, for but, but I think, yeah i think a lot of people just seem to forget that regardless of your label like depression anxiety or whatever it is jesus constantly looks at people inwardly he doesn't look at their circumstance or what other people have labeled them as he just loves people yeah and that's just but i think in society we have this label like social hierarchy and when we start labeling ourselves or whatever on other people we tend to we might tend to start thinking that we're better than other people but we're not Yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's exactly right. Like um, a lot of the time labels come with um, a bit of a hierarchy. So it's like I have the authority to call you this thing because it's like whether it's a moral hierarchy or whether it's um, an actual, you know, like your boss says something about you or your leader at church or something like that. Generally, people with a moral high ground or who think they have the moral high ground will label you with things that are negative because they think that they're better than you, which is the most unchristian thing you can do. But a lot of the time, the perpetrators are Christians and it's because of like statistically a lot of christians will have like there's a lot of positives to their outlook on life and stuff like that their ethics their morals so people tend to view them as oh you're a very good person because you're a christian and that kind of thing and what happens is there will be a lot of people who are christian who are now like i'm a good person and then when they see other people go you're a bad person i'm a good person because i go to church you're a bad person because you don't go to church and they'll tend to label people who are outside of the church and stuff like that and just um, going on from what Luke just mentioned in his last point, it, I've had I've been in, in experiences where friends have just said to me, "Oh, you're backsliding because you didn't come to this midweek meeting or you know this training night or whatever." And I just don't think a lot of people understand that if you have a specific mental illness, sometimes you need to take a break. Sometimes you you can't let the label that people have given you to dictate the kind of person that you are or or the kind of person 
that Jesus wants you to be. Because sometimes we do need to take a break and we do need to spend time with Jesus to figure out the kind of person he wants us to be, not the kind of person that people want us to be. Yeah, I think that's an important way to look at this whole labels topic is that labels tend to come with the way that we think people want to view us or the way that people have indicated they want us to be. It's generally all that external connection between like, this is me and people knowing who I am. It all sort of revolves around that and it's um it's definitely a topic where um it's very damaging if you have the wrong idea about i guess trying to fit in a box because um one of the things which i experienced recently was a lot of christians especially in america especially the kind of christians who go on twitter and tumblr and stuff like that um doing personality tests and then walking up to people um at church and being like i'm i'm this mbti what's yours like, and then they're like, um, I, I don't know. Because a personality test like that, it's not even a personality test. It's a functionality test. So you're actually saying, this is my function. What's your function? And like, yeah, you're trying to socialize and that's why you're doing it. But other people don't view it that way. Like, they're just like, are you trying to put me in a box? Are you trying to label me? Are you trying to say that I'm only good for this one yeah. thing and that's it? And they get really upset by that. And yeah, it's just one of those things where people need to cool their jets when it comes to trying to put themselves in a box so that other people can read them better. Yeah. And because labels will totally also, when we when people label us, we kind of then have this expectation like, oh, I need to please people. I need to build you know friendships with those people, which is a necessary thing and a part of life. But like if we're trying to please people instead of having a relationship with Jesus, then we're going to go down this path where, you know, our confidence and our self-esteem is going to be based on what people think about us instead of Jesus. So that's all the time that we have today for this particular topic. I think there's probably still a fair bit we could talk about with there, it. There was so a lot we could talk about. This is a big topic. Potentially we'll come back to it in the future. But for now, if you want to find out more about who we are or just want to say hi to us, you can head over to our website, hopeinyourstory.com, where you can send us a message, read a heap of our blog posts that we've written. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.